you can host the best backyard barbecue. You can find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today by supporting the Going In Raw Patreon. You can enjoy access to the live taping of the show, exclusive merchandise, and patron-only episodes, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode. And you're watching hey, Going Steve In Raw. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to hit that subscribe button, the little notify bell next to it. Just to make sure you're always getting your new Going In Raw content. We're also available wherever fine podcasts can be found, including Spotify, CastBox, the iOS podcast app, all those great places. If you want to great... mention Spotify again because we're on it. it took forever, but we're finally on Spotify. Yeah, we're mentioning we're still very proud of that fact. Yes, very much so. Um, we kind of stumbled into it, but it happened. Yeah, we inadvertently found uh, Spotify. Um, that's always, that's always fun when that happens because yesterday I was coming back from Taxman. Yeah. And uh, Folsom in Greenback was all clogged up, like yeah, super yeah. clogged up, so yeah. Folsom was, like, really nasty getting there. Yeah. And I, there was a Sutter Street exit right there. The yeah. And it goes up. Oh, you did the little... And so I went... Like, and yeah. it shaved 15 minutes off of my ride. That's awesome when that happened. I did you discover happy. that yourself? Or did you utilize a, an application of some sort? No, I just got off and I was like, I'll figure it out later. And I was yeah. like, oh, I know where I am right That's now. That's the best. Nice. That's the absolute best. That never happens to me. I have the worst... Number one, my directional skills in the first place are terrible. And but I never even get lucky with that. I never yeah. stumble into dumb. That was my the first time it ever happened. I'll, I'll be honest. Sometimes I don't like using map applications because I like discovering things myself like that. You like the challenge of things, yeah, man. Especially when it comes to navigation. I should have been the uh, 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 a seaman. <laughs> you should have been a, a seaman. He likes the boating. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Here, I need to add something, because Kyle Steven, before we started, said something like his mom thought you sound like a snotty little brother. Yeah. Um, but like, literally? It's no, like it's, it's just the sound of the voices for her. Really? You don't sound like a snotty little brother. Oh, I don't care. I'm not self-conscious about that. No, this, I don't think you do. Oh, I appreciate that. But Kyle Steven's mom has beef with me. Apparently. She's shooting hard on Steven. Apparently, man. Yeah, you know, he. Uh, I'm going to do an impression of Kyle Steven's mom right now. Yeah, you know, uh, he, uh, you know, he sounds like a snotty little brother, as far as I'm concerned. You know, uh, I'm gonna break his leg and stand over him and say, "You." <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, if you want to uh, talk to us in chat as well, uh, join our Patreon. <laughs> if you want your mom to run Steve down, yeah, uh, you can join our Patreon. We live stream all our recap episodes for our patrons. Yes. It only takes what five dollars? Yeah, five dollars a month. Can you can join get in. Endless entertainment. For like 15 to 20 minutes before each recap episode and 15 to 20 minutes after each yeah, recap including episode. including today, chat trivia. Yo. Yo. We're also on Pro Wrestling Tees, prowrestlingtees.com slash going and raw. No, I'm not wearing one of our shirts. I got a young buck. I have a young buck shirt. Oh, the one I got. You. Yeah, yeah, I like that. It's comfy. But today I'm like super comfort, like I got my hoodie on. Yeah, man. It's kind of dreary. Yeah. Cold. It's the Wet. perfect, like, just staying in cuddling day. I know. Not with you. No. Like, my family. 
or Kyle Stevens' mom. <laughs> oh, that's great. Call me a snotty little mom. Let me tell you something, brother. Let me tell you something, mother. <laughs> Anyways, let's keep it going here. Yeah, let's keep it going. We're here to talk about SmackDown. SmackDown. I'm, I've, I have such a hard time determining whether SmackDown's any good anymore because it's I been felt so like bad. it was better. It was better. There was a lot of promos, though. Yeah, there was. There, there was, was a lot so of talking. much talking. But then the first hour, I thought, was pretty solid. And I love the end. The end was great. Oh, yeah. The end was fantastic. Although the, the cartoonish moans of Shane made me laugh. Oh, my God. <laughs> and his head was so purple. Yeah. That was weird. It was like I was laughing at a Napoleon ice cream joke. Um, it was great, though. Uh, so it started off, AJ Styles comes down. Finally, we get to talk about... AJ versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke Nakamura comes down after AJ delivered a bit of a promo. Uh, Nakamura. I thought AJ's promo was pretty good. No, it was fine. It was good. You know, instead of essentially our, he seems our, really hyped about this match. I right know. Way. He said, you know, you know our, there's a lot of similarities in, in our paths to the WWE, but our similarities end right here because I'm champ. Yeah. Nakamura comes out and says, here's my dream. Need a face. I'm gonna be WWE champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. I thought it was good, man. We got to see them finally stare at each other. Yeah, you know, I don't ask for much. I just want to see the stare down. By the way, you can check out me bugging AJ about this all the way back two years ago when we got to interview the champ, mm-hmm. and uh, he said, "You don't just make that match; you build to it." Yeah. Well, we got three weeks to do that. Well, yeah, I know. But he, you know, he meant the whole process of getting AJ to Maine, all that kind of stuff. But also, you I mean <clears throat> he's been trying to build. To it ever since Money in the Bank lost here. I know, I know. Anyways, uh, their uh, their talk was interrupted by Rusev in English. Dun, 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 that would bring the most popular guy out. But I think here's the thing: people understand the weight, the gravitas, the you know the magnitude of this AJ Nakamura match. Rusev wasn't about to be out there, and they were going to be like, "Oh no, we want him in this match." Yeah. Everybody kind of knew, you yeah. know, Rusev is. You know, a a, a, a a featured player as opposed to the star. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so he comes out there for a match with uh, AJ Styles mm-hmm. again. They book Rusev really strong though. Yeah, man, it was a good match. It was a lot of fun. Um, what do you think about that bit where uh, Styles tried to get uh, uh, Rusev in a in a Styles clash? Do you think that was like a, an aborted Styles clash? No. Right. But man, it looked like it was going to be awkward for a second because Rusev kept—he was like tucking his head a bit, getting yeah. ready to like reverse it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But man, look, it just looked bulky and awkward and weird. Yeah, I'm not sure I ever want to see Rusev take a Styles clash. No, I think there should be a, a, a size limit on those. Who yeah, I know. I know. Clash. I, I kind of feel like John Cena is the largest competitor that should take one. Yeah, and Cena's great because or Kevin cool. Owens. Kevin Owens is what two eighty? Is that we spill that or two fifty? Well, there's like a height limit and then a weight limit. Yeah. So I don't know. All right. I don't know. I think. I think. I think. Yeah. I think two eighty. Right. Right. Wait, no. That can't be right. That can't be right. Here, I'll look. You continue. Okay. Anyways, um, it was a... Uh, it was a... Uh, 266. Fun. Okay, there you go. We were close. Rusev's build close. They say he's close to 300, I think. How tall is Rusev? He's 304, six foot. Jeez. He's 300 pounds, six feet. He's my height, but he's a lot heavier than me. Gee, Willikers. That's funny. On Wikipedia, they only have John Cena's height, but not his weight. I keep that a closely guarded secret. No, two fifty one. Sorry, never mind. He's over here. No, over I don't. Here. He's how tall? Six one. Yeah, six one. Man, two fifty one. Stud. Anyways, anyways. So uh, it was a good match. <clears throat> a lot of good back and forth. Rusev, uh, of course, overpowering Styles. 
on several occasions. It got to the point there's this great spot where uh, Rusev goes for the accolade near the ropes. Mm-hmm. Um, Styles kind of gets out of it, tries to go for a calf crusher. Rusev holds on the ropes. Mm-hmm. Uh, AJ won't relent. Eventually mm-hmm. gets the calf crusher on Rusev. Aiden English comes in, breaks up the uh, the submission attempt. Ring the bell. DQ. Ring the bell. DQ win for AJ. Mm-hmm. Um, Rusev Day attacks. Oh, during this whole match, Nakamura sitting ringside. Yeah, so they start attacking Styles, and uh, I think Rusev lands a kick, doesn't he? On whom? On uh, on AJ Styles. Yeah. Well, they're both beating him up. Yeah, I know, but he he lo- he unloaded like a big head kick on him. Yeah. Like you know, they're beating him up a little bit, but then he unloaded, and at that point. Uh, Nakamura had been slowly, very slowly getting up and very slowly removing his top garment, mm-hmm. uh, ready to throw down. Mm-hmm. But he was doing it very slowly. Yeah. And then eventually he said enough is enough. He comes in, uh, doles out a, a couple kick, kicks. Yeah, a couple yeah. kicks and a Kinshasa to, uh, what's his face, to Rusev. Um, Russo. Rusev. Yeah. Roots of Vince Russo, bro. Uh, and then uh, he sort of stares at AJ. AJ stares at him. Yeah. Nakamura looks at the sign and saunters on. Yep. Uh, next, we had an interview with Big E Langston. Big E. Big E Langston. Um, man, I love fiery, intense Big E. He's great, He's man. fantastic. He's great. I wonder. I do wonder, though, if his association, if his... Because if his, I, I always think that, like, now I'm firmly on board with the fact that he could totally be, like, a really massively yeah. successful singles guy. Um, I just wonder if people would accept it. Like, what they would have to do, what would they have to do to establish him as a singles guy and not have everybody just thinking of him as one guy out of three with the new day? I mean, obviously, like, you know, a a clothing rebrand would be the least of the things that they'd have to do. But I think people have the the new day as as such a cohesive unit. Do you think they could do this? Do you think they could win a singles title collectively, free bird it for a while, and then just kind of slowly go their own way? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Or they can just do this, split them up with the brand draft. Oh, God, don't do that. No, I'm not advocating for it. I'm not saying do it. Yeah. That's like... It's... I think it'd be... God, I don't know. I don't know if it'd have to be like a swerve, like a turn thing. Mm -hmm. But then you're... Like, nobody really wants to be Big E as a heel. No. I mean, the Shield were, were together for such a relatively short amount of time that, like, when they all went their separate ways, it was not that difficult to separate them all. And yeah, plus, they yeah, all got yeah. their kind of, except for Roman, they all got kind of individual rebrands. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I love Big E, though. I think he's oh, fantastic. He's great. he's great in the ring, and, and, man, I love his promos. Yeah. yeah. So he's talking about how, uh, how Kofi and Xavier Woods were doing, and uh, he had a match later on that evening, teaming with Jimmy Uso. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Jay got beat up real bad by the Bludgeon Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were going to take on the Bludgeon Brothers later on. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy Uso uh, steps in, interrupts the interview, and more or less says, hey, you know, we got to put our differences aside. we got to take out the Bludgeon Brothers together. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's good stuff. It's a really good inter- interview statement. Um, after that, AJ Styles is walking backstage. He finds Nakamura. Um, AJ pretty much says to him, I didn't need your help. Yeah. And Nakamura says, well, I'll save you. Um, essentially to keep you whole in one piece mm-hmm. before WrestleMania mm-hmm. so the dream match can happen. Yep. he's He's got his eye on that prize, man. Yeah, and he wants to take on AJ at full strength. I like it. I just wish this was more of the Nakamura that we've seen 
that we could have been seeing the entire time, you know? Like, this would be, like, a bigger build. Mm-hmm. It's a fantastic match, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Next up, we had that match, Jimmy Uso and Big E versus the Bludgeon Brothers. Um, it really didn't even... Did this? Yeah, it got started, because, uh, but before the bell rang, uh, Big E and Jimmy Uso attacked... Oh, that's right, that's right. It Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah. Um, they even went so far as to get a couple of chairs and stay in the middle of the ring. Yeah. Then we went to commercial and came back, and the match had started. Well, they did the thing with when this happened when the uh, the Bludgeon Brothers attacked the chairs with their mallets. That was a uh, that was prior to the bell, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, so they got chairs and the Bludgeon Brothers attacked with their mallets. Mallets beat chairs, though. Yeah. <coughs> Match started and uh, granted, both uh, Jimmy Uso and Big E are uh, talented tag team wrestlers. Not on the same page enough. Yeah, they they got some good shots in, but they in the some end, good shots in. in the end, the Bludgeon Brothers too powerful to overcome. Um, Rowan pins Jimmy Uso after their full Nelson bomb. Just shows that tag team chemistry is something that has to be built and developed over time, and it's a very important part very of the process. Important part of the process. The Bludgeon yes. Brothers, of course, known as the Wyatt family prior yeah. to their time as Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we all remember that. Um, Bludgeon Brothers then went outside of the ring, attacked Big E Ooh. after the bell, yeah. um, asserting their uh, their would be dominance over the tag division. Mm-hmm. They will be winning those titles at WrestleMania, probably. Uh, next, we got a Sammy Zayn interview mm-hmm. where he's saying he didn't necessarily blame uh, uh, Shane McMahon for him not being WWE champion right now. He blames Kevin Owens. He blames Kevin Owens. Yeah, he said he's. Uh, an egomaniac. He said, I've I've known Kevin for a very long time. We were great friends outside of the ring and inside of the ring. He says, but these days when he's in that ring, Kevin Owens is an egomaniacal, you know, egomaniac, whatever he said. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so he laid the blame mainly at uh, Kevin Owens' feet. Uh, next up, Charlotte Flair comes out. Looks like a million bucks. Uh, and uh, she calls out Asuka. Yeah, she said she was excited that uh – Oscar showed up after a match at Fastlane to challenge her at WrestleMania. So come on out, Oscar. Mm-hmm. And she told Oscar, she said, "I've traveled the world defending this title, and people always ask me two things. Number one, uh, I forget, and number two, uh, when are you going to fight Oscar? Basically." And then Oscar uh, got on the mic and said, uh, "I, you know, challenge you because I want to beat the best. Mm-hmm. I want a challenge. Oscar likes a good challenge, mm-hmm. and nobody's ready for Oscar. And I'm going to beat you. I'm going to be champion. Something like that." They have a stare down. Randy Orton's music hits. Mm-hmm. Um, he walks down to the ring. What is what like? I, it's it's all these little weird things about SmackDown that just I understand. I think that like they're trying to build some flow to the show. Mm-hmm. It feels like because Raw's done this before, where people are either in the ring after a match or leaving the ring, and the person who's coming out next for a match or promo interrupts them or just cross paths yeah, them. Usually, it's been on the storyline motivated way. Yeah, these are know? so jarring. I know. It's like, hold on, just wait a second. Let them have their moment. Which they had a moment. The camera was like, you know, getting closer and closer on yeah. both of them. And then, yeah, his music hits. And it's like, I don't know. There's just something about <laughs> something about it. It's like, all right, your time's up. This guy's coming out to so clear out the it's ring. It's like at the Oscars when you're giving your acceptance speech. That's exactly what it's and like. And the producer, you know, says to the, the, the maestro, strike up the band. And I don't, I, I, I'm totally not trying to look too much into it at all. But, like, the two weeks in a row that it's really happened this way, I know the Bludgeon Brothers have done it, but that's kind of storyline motivated. Yeah, because they always cross paths with, against another tag team, the, and last the New week, Day or Usos. Yeah. Last week when Bob Roode came out, it was kind of cute because 
It was the Mixed Match Challenge, Charlotte and Bob Roode. Yeah. This week had nothing to do with this, so we're just sort of like, okay, okay, ladies, your time's up. The men's coming in now. It kind of felt like that a it little bit. It did feel a bit rude. I know, I'm, I'm <laughs> it felt rude. It felt rude. It felt very not rude. Not Bob Rude. No, not Bob Rude. It felt a little disrespectful. Um, like, couldn't you wait another minute, Randall Orton? And I'm sure that's not, I'm sure the intention wasn't like, oh, we're disrespecting this moment. I don't think it was that at all. I think it's an interesting, it's a weird directorial choice. Yes. For them to do that. And it seems very specific to SmackDown. I just find it kind of silly that SmackDown is just doing these weird, like, the, you know, with the, the words on the screen and stuff. They're doing these weird things yeah, to kind of stand out. But it's, it just doesn't stand out in the right way. It's distracting and weird. I know. But it makes it fun to talk about because it's so silly. It is. Because in my mind, of course, everybody got, Charlotte and Oscar got RKOs during the commercial break. Mm-hmm. Randall Orton broke Oscar's streak mm-hmm. during the commercial break. Mm-hmm. Probably didn't actually happen. No, it didn't happen at all. Uh, Randall Orton, though, did want to speak. So he did a promo and saying, hey, I'm US, I must champ now. Mm-hmm. Um, Bobby Roode comes out and says, I respect you. Mm-hmm. You beat me, but I want my rematch at WrestleMania. Grandest stage of them all, please. And then Jinder Mahal comes out. Yeah. Talks a bunch of trash. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to one of the friendos, and I, I apologize for not sourcing you, uh, somebody mentioned that uh, Bob Roode was uh, healing up on Randy Orton on the house show circuit. Oh. Whatever house show they had, maybe during, maybe at the Raw show. Yeah, last, or on Monday night? Yeah, Monday night. Monday night, yeah. Not at the Raw show. During the Raw show when yeah. SmackDown was doing their house I think they were in Dayton. Dayton, yeah, I think so. I think it was in Dayton. So that Bobby Roode was playing heel to Randall Orton, so they might be going in that direction. That'd be cool. That'd be neat. That'd be cool. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, all this led to a Bob Roode versus Jinder Mahal match. This might have been Jinder's best match, at least on SmackDown, because it was, it was a lot of fun. The pace was fast. Yeah, no, it was Bob good. Roode was selling for him. Yeah. It was a really fun match. Yeah, there were some cool, cool bits here and there. Bobby Roode trying to hit that... Uh, Glorious DDT. That glorious DDT, not being able to get it off. And, of course, uh, Sunil. Uh, Served a, as a bit of a distraction. Classic Jinder Mahal. One of them seeing brothers getting in the way. Yeah. Serving as a distraction, as you say. Colossus, mother. Jinder uh, gets the win. Gets the win, and then he gets an RKO. Randy Orton did a weird airplane flying thing. Yeah, what was all that about? <laughs> he came in, and then he dropped it. I mean, he's just having fun with it now. Yeah, I guess so. He's like, I'm us champion I'm now. I'm us champion. He starts sticking it in people's faces. Yeah, yeah, he put it in Jinder's face. He's like, I'm, I'm us champion now. You're not me. <laughs> You're not me. Hey. Anyways. You know, I feel like the major difference between Raw and SmackDown right now is like Raw, we can talk about the story beats mm-hmm. in great detail. <laughs> yeah. Not really on SmackDown, though. <laughs> there aren't. There, there aren't story beats. Not really. Not really. That's what happens when you have a... I Did Jinder break like up the SmackDown top ten last night? I don't remember. No, he didn't. I, I was actually very keenly looking at that. Well, that I, was, was I was paying attention to that aspect of things. And unfortunately, no. I know, because I was looking for more notes. I'm like, oh, that was the whole show. Yeah, there's like a... That wasn't the whole show, but this remaining bit here. Yeah. I know, not, not, promo, not a ton happened. Promo. I mean, the, the Styles-Rusev match was good. They gave the that interview. Time. And then Rude Mahal was good. They gave that some time. There's only what? There was only one, one two, two, three, four matches over two hours. Yeah. That's it. You need more wrestling. <laughs> you do need some more wrestling. You need more wrestling. It's a wrestling show last time I checked. Ooh, yeah. You know what happened after the show last night? The next episode of Unsolved. Have you been watching Unsolved? The Murders of Tupac no. and Biggie? No. I'm, I'm so gonna, good. I'm going to binge it when it's done. Oh, that's probably a smart way to go because every time it ends, I'm like, oh. 
You want more. More. You want more. Exactly. It's got a great kid. Jimmy Simpson. Uh, what's his name? Bo Keen Woodbine. Yeah, man. He's great. Yeah, he's awesome. Josh Demel. Yeah. He's good. Yeah. All sorts of great characters, man. Yeah. I'm eager to check it out. Again, I'm going to binge it all. Yeah, dude. It's good stuff. All in one sitting. How long is it? I don't know how many. It's probably like 12 episodes. Ooh, that's a whole day. Yeah. It's a, it's a good day, I'll have too. to take a me day for that. It's one of those that definitely you're not going to be able to, like, stop watching. Yeah. Binging is the way to go. But I, I got to watch it week to week. Anyways, uh, next up, we had a Kevin Owens interview where... Uh, he blamed uh, Shane McMahon for everything. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Says so Shane McMahon, he still has a problem with us. Mm-hmm. It's all his fault. Mm-hmm. Um, if if he said if Shane hadn't screwed me, I would have been WWE champion, mm-hmm. and Sammy never got his opportunity. It's based on the order of events. Exactly. At Fastlane, so he has a beef still with Shane McMahon. He's very fiery. I love Kevin Owens' interviews and promos. Man, he's always is very natural. He's rad. Uh, next up, we had Naomi versus Carmella. We were talking about this in the pre-show, man. I think Carmella totally missed her window to be WWE Women's Champion. Oh, yes. Totally, because... It's not going to happen on SmackDown. You're looking at Charlotte Asuka on SmackDown. Over there on Raw, like, Alexa Bliss, okay, but Nia Jax is going to have that title in, like, yeah, a couple she, weeks. She's not beating Nia Jax. She's not beating Nia Jax. She's not beating Asuka. Do you think they'll, they'll have her try to cash in at Mania after, say, Charlotte and Asuka, like a really hard-hitting 25-minute classic where Oscar just barely pulls out a win. Mm-hmm. Do you think Carmella would try to cash in there, and then you'd have, you know, Oscar lock, Carmella taps out? Yeah, that wouldn't. Uh, that's a scenario I could see happening. That, I could, I could see that happening. It's a bummer because I like her with that brief. I mm-hmm. love Carmella. I think mm-hmm. she's hilarious. She's great. Um, her character work lately has been great. Oh, it's been fantastic. She seems like she's having a good time, and she's like comfortable. Uh, but yeah, man, her look. She pinned Naomi last night, clean-ish. Yeah, it was cleanish. Yeah, it was. You know, there was no. She didn't hit her with anything. No. Um, you know, she should have got her as soon as she had that money in the bank. Next time Naomi, you know, or whoever it was, Natalia, whoever had the title at the time, cash in right there, man. Should have done it. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we had uh, to, the to final close the show. the show. So the entire episode, they had been teasing Shane McMahon. Shane huge. McMahon's. Big WrestleMania announcement. Yes, huge WrestleMania announcement. That's right. Massive. And he said, I am taking I, the, my actions. <laughs> well, I said he doesn't regret anything he's done, but his actions are unbefitting. He needs a humidifier. Mac, I know. He needs a humidifier. Maybe he's going to get his nasal issues taken care of. Yeah, like drained out. I'd like to see that. Seems very satisfying. Um, well, it's t- I think it's two things after watching it last night. It's, he does seem very nasally, but also... When he, you know, he comes to the ring, he does his dancing and all that kind of stuff. Oh, he's winded. I mean. And he's winded, yeah. yeah. So not only is he congested, he's short on breath. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think the the latter may make the former worse. Mm-hmm. Like if he just walked down at a decent pace, mm-hmm. you know, got in the ring without a whole lot of mellow movement, mellow. If he tranquiloed a little bit, tranquilo to the ring, he probably wouldn't sound as nasally because he wouldn't be short on breath. Yeah. No, you're probably right. Oh, look, man, I'll. I'd probably, I'd be, ga- I know if I did his routine, I'd be so gassed. Well, I'd be like, okay, wait, wait. You'd, you'd get blown up just, <laughs> just doing a couple shuffles. Yeah. Wait. Okay, hold on a second. You, Kevin Owens, you, Sami Zayn, <laughs> I don't like you guys. Okay, that's good. Anyway, he comes down the ring. He says he's taking a leave of absence because he understands that he's been a bit of a dickhead yeah. lately. He's gone too far. He's gone too far. Yet he doesn't regret it. <laughs> yeah, and I don't get that. 
He came down to ringside for Fastlane for no reason other than just to jack Sammy and Kevin Owens. Oh, my goodness. Well, he uh, said Daniel Bryan will be back next week, I think. Mm-hmm. He'll be going at it alone mm-hmm. because he's gone. He's taking a leave of absence, which I don't know how long this leave of absence is going to be considering what happened after that. Yeah, so after that, Kevin oh, he Owens... he announces first. Sorry, he announces that uh, his last uh, bit of business he's going to do as commissioner mm-hmm. is that he's going to make a match for Mania, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's cool. That's a cool match that I want to yeah, see. Yeah, I'm happy about that match. That's awesome. Um, but that brings out Kevin Owens. That brings out Kevin Owens. And then and he starts yelling at Shane, but as soon as he starts doing that, he hears Sami Zayn's music. He comes down. Uh, and then they they just attack Shane. Well, Sammy starts yelling too. Yeah, they start he starts talking yelling. Shane. Yeah, so they team up and they beat the heck out of Shane. They beat so they put a chair over him, and instead of taking a baseball bat to his eye, which we've seen as a bad idea, um, they, they threw him into the the ring post. Yeah, and it looked nasty. Yeah, like I mean, I I think I understand that just having a plate right here and ramming that into a thing isn't that bad, but it. The visual is very yeah, effective. It's a good visual. It looked really bad. And Shane is is the kind of guy who, as soon as he like you know stresses strains a little bit, like his head becomes he's like Brock. Yeah, his head becomes totally the, purple. The Lesnar effect. It does. Yeah, it's got the Lesnar effect. That's the official terminology. Um, and so uh, then they they both grab him and they drag. They literally drag him backstage. Yeah, backstage they powerbomb him on some. Metal thing. Metal thing. And then Shane starts... And then Shane immediately starts going to labor. I had no idea he was pregnant. It was all that was preceded by a haluva kick and a pop of powerbomb in the like ring, if, too. If his, if his goal was to emulate snuff film, then he's... Man. Like, I imagine that might be his, his actual death rattle. I don't know. Could be. Because it was really... It was kind of... Just, it, was, it was hilarious and disturbing at the same time. I didn't like it. I wanted him to stop. It was freaking me out. It was um, a bit much. It was a bit much. So, yeah, he got murdered. I mean, here's the thing. They should have... I don't understand why they just simply weren't... Because you know where this, what this is going to mean. Yeah, it's going to be a triple threat of mania. It's gonna, you think it's going to be a triple threat? Is it going to be a special guest ref? Or, you think it's going to be a triple threat? That's what I was thinking. Yeah, that makes sense. Because Shane has to have a match. Yeah. Why? Why? I hate that. Shane doesn't have He's going to go match. over because Owens and Zayn can't, can't stop fighting each other, probably. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Shane will take advantage and pin Sami Zayn. Oh, man. He'll get a win. Um, so, yeah, I just don't understand. Like, logically, they should have been like, oh, dude, did you hear? Shane just said he's leaving. Okay, cool. He's I know. He's going to be gone. We're fine. He's gone. We're totally cool. Daniel Bryan likes us. Yeah. We go back a long ways. Yeah, what's their motivation for attacking Shane? Shane says, I'm out of here. I've been, I've been acting... Uh, he admitted that he's been a dickhead. Yeah. And they, just, you know... I mean, I get... Come, out, come out and say... Yeah. Happy came right, to the realization. Exactly. Do the Chompa thing. Go like this. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. No, 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 no. Do that thing. But instead, it's like, don't they know? He's going to come back. He's going to retaliate. Yeah, I know. <coughs> Although, given his state last night, you know, he's got three weeks here to... I know, to recuperate. To get better. To not make... <laughs> Why didn't we hear those voice, those sounds when he came off Hell in a Cell? We didn't hear him. Or uh, what was the other crazy thing? Didn't he do well, he did a lot of crazy things, getting suplexed through the the wrong pieces of the glass by well, Kurt Angle. I, you know, I'm talking about modern Shane Rizzo. Oh, because you know when you're old. I when, woke up, uh, he got this morning my concussed Survivor Series. Right? Yeah. I didn't hear him go. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a new pain sound. I guess so. We hadn't heard before. 
I figure coming off Hell in a Cell would generate the the biggest pain sound. I would think so. You know, it's like the whales in Star Trek Four. <laughs> the whale song, huh? The whale song, exactly. <laughs> Scotty, how's our whale tank coming? <laughs> it's great, Captain. I can fit two whales in here. Great, they're gonna <laughs> populate the whale population on Earth. We can just clone them into the replicator. <laughs> They didn't have that. In, did they have that in, in, in that timeline? Uh, or is it until the next generation they had replicators? I don't remember ever seeing them in any of the movies. No. And I, so I don't remember seeing them in the movies either. Um, I think they referenced it in like an episode of Enterprise. Mm-hmm. Like somebody else had like an alien species oh, had it. Oh, it was like ahead of its time technology in that timeline. Gotcha. So yeah, sometime in the 80 years between Star Trek and Next Generation. Gotcha, gotcha. They, like, licensed them for... Yeah, yeah, yeah. or developed their own. <laughs> or developed their own. Whatever the case may be. Like, somebody made a like, open-source version of Could Replicator. Be. Could be. Or they <laughs> paid for the technology. Who knows? Right. They licensed it, as you would say. They like, some questions. I don't, know know. I've seen it, I don't know if I've seen it in the J.J. Abrams era. Or yeah. Discovery. Because that's yeah. only 10 years before original track. Don't recall. That's the thing that does kind of bug me about Discovery, is that everything, like, is designed so, like, futuristic for now... Where oh, it doesn't align with so trying. To, I mean, I know, I know when like, like when we see, you know, they're gonna update that stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, that kind of bugged me about the Star Wars prequels, and I get, I've heard that people, you know, like after that war, that the Clone Wars, that you know, set essentially galactic civilization back. So, but like mm-hmm. all the spacecraft mm-hmm. seemed super futuristic and stuff. Oh, yeah. Whereas Millennium Falcon seems like, you know, like a bucket of bolts, essentially, bolts, yeah. and, like, X-Wings don't seem that advanced. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, in comparison to, like, uh, some of the other spacecraft. No, I feel you. Like, we never saw, like, that big mirrored spaceship. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Big, Like, shell one that they yeah, had. Yeah, yeah, Like, why didn't we see that later on, but just look super rusty? I know. Or, like, all tarnished. Beat up a hole in the wing or something <laughs> like that, yeah. A hole in the wing. Yeah, exactly. Oh man! But like in general, that's just kind of the, the feel. Of the prequels is very slick. Mm-hmm, yeah, like they did it all in front of a green screen. Oh, I know. It's terrible. It's terrible. Oh, it's awful. Terrible. There was a like. There's a documentary. Have you ever seen that little documentary? I saw the one that came with uh, the Phantom Menace DVD. Yeah. How he's like just using all of the green screen. Okay, just to alter performances too. Okay, I want him to turn away here. So can we split screen it and have him do that later? The guy's like, yeah. Oh, it seemed like the most soul-sucking process, and he's all happy with himself. Yeah. Let's answer some questions. Yeah. Larson's black cat stepfather. Hey, friend, does he have a choice between AJ Styles and Kenny Omega to teach you how to wrestle? Who would you choose and why? Thanks. Wow, that's a tough question. I would go with AJ simply because he's older. He's been around longer. I'll go with Kenny because I think uh, as great as AJ is, I haven't seen him do a, a comedy match. Of course, Kenny knows how to do a good Oh, that's match. a good point. That's a good point, yeah. I mean, he might be a more, yeah, interesting. Kyle Robinson. So Shane, was Shane just congested, or has he been pregnant this whole time? Because I'm pretty sure he sounded like he was giving birth in a SmackDown. I really wish that they, like, had a Fallout video where, like, you know, you get to see the new Shane mm-hmm. Jr. Mm-hmm. Some sort, and he's like, I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the noise Shane Jr. is making. <laughs> I'll be back in shame. <laughs> Unretired Dwayne Nix. How long of a match will Vince give AJ versus Shinsuke? And do you guys feel like it's a good idea to keep them from fighting each other until Mania? On the go-home, they need to have a brawl. 
On the go home, AJ finally needs to be like, you know what? Keep on talking about knee to the face. How about this? And then he drops them. Yeah. And then they go at it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That should close the go home yeah. for SmackDown yeah. going Mania. Um, um, they need to be tag team partners probably against Rusev Day next week. Oh, that's going to happen, but I don't want that to happen. It's going to happen. That's so And they're annoying. not going to be on the same page, and it's going to cause tension between them. Oh, you didn't know? He's going to. What do you say? I'm going to go kill SmackDown now? I'm going to go kill SmackDown now. Uh, how long of a match do you think it's going to be? Uh, Vince has to give him at least 15. Give him 20 minutes. I would think. 20 minutes. Give him a half hour. I think. Hey, did you watch 205 Live yet? No, I haven't seen it yet. So I just saw the first tag match, but then they got into a Roderick Strong um, video package, and I was like, there's like 40 minutes left in this show. Are they going to give him like 35 oh, minutes? Oh, that's great. Ooh. But I don't know. Uh, so anyways, uh, um, the real Rich Hardesty. Why are they seemingly interrupting Charlotte's promos each week, or at least the last two weeks, with the Us title program men coming out and then going to commercial? <laughs> it's just making the women seem unimportant and has an aura of telling them, get off the stage. Yeah, we talked about that earlier. Yeah, we talked about that earlier. They need to stop doing yes, that. They or really at least, how about it. this? How about this? Next week, Randall Orton, Jinder Mahal, and Bob Ruder all in the ring, and they're finishing up their segment. Have Oscar come out and interrupt them. Cue Charlotte's music or Oscar's music. Exactly. Yep. yep. A little fair play for Cuba there, man. Um, embryonic reflection. Which wrestlers are the personification of illicit drugs? We to be RVD. Um, uh, I feel like uh, sleeping pills would be like a uh, Baron. Uh huh. Hey, 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 man. I'm tired. I mean, if Shane ever gets his nose thing cleared up, he's oh. personification of antihistamines. Not illicit, but yeah, there you, you go. Know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Daniel Bryan, history of concussions, aspirin. All right, or ibuprofen. None of these are illicit drugs so far. <laughs> illicit, because it's kind of a, it could be kind of a dark question. You yeah, know? No. like I don't know who's the personification of heroin. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to know. Um, what's the what's the drug? I feel like John Cena. He's oh, on like, like what's like a drug like focusing. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Isn't that a Simpsons thing? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I think focusing is the Simpsons thing. <laughs> Where they made Bart, they gave him like an attention span. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, like, John, whatever makes you focused. Yeah. Is that, is John Cena. <laughs> focus and focus. Uh, I'd prefer to do farms instead of uh, illicit drugs. Uh, Dong Diggler, which WrestleMania had the best card regardless of the outcome? I'm going to say, I always go to this, man, 18. Stone Cold versus the NWO, right? You had a uh, Rock versus Hogan, Undertaker versus Flair. That was alone right there. No, it was the main event. That was Jericho versus Triple H, the main event, right? Yeah, I think so. No, that was that was the HBK Undertaker one. I think the main event. The main event wasn't Rock versus Hogan. Was it? No. Ang- what was Angle Lesnar? Was that? That like was nineteen. Nineteen. That's what I'm tempted to say. WrestleMania. Nah. Let's see what 18 was. WrestleMania 30 had a really good card. <clears throat> uh, yeah, it did. Maybe I'll go with that. WrestleMania 30. All right. Let me take a look at 18 here. Uh, yeah, you're right. Triple H versus Jericho, Rock Hogan, Edge Booker T, Kurt Angle Kane, <clears throat> DDP versus Christian. 
let's say about 30 had. 30 had uh, the main card had Daniel Bryan versus Triple H, The Shield versus Kane and New Age Outlaws, Ooh. Cesaro winning DeAndre the Giant Memorial Ooh. Battle Royal, Cena defeating Bray Wyatt. But on paper, this is a great card. Yeah. Uh, Lesnar versus Undertaker. Um, the Vicky Guerrero Invitational match for the WWE Divas Championship, which AJ Lee won, and then the main event, Daniel Bryan versus Batista versus Wait Randy Orton. Where was CM Punk there? Oh, he he just left, huh? Yeah. That was twenty fourteen. Yeah. Man, I say WrestleMania thirty. That's a great card on paper. Man, what was so the what the one before that? What was WrestleMania twenty nine like? Twenty nine was the second Rock Cena <coughs> uh, match. No. That was Team Hell No versus Dolphin Big E for the tag titles. That was Punk Taker, Jericho. Taker CM Punk. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Triple H, H, Punk. Triple H Lesnar. That's hilarious. Triple H beat Brock Lesnar. I know. Alberto Del Rio versus Jack Swagger. <laughs> Fandango versus Jericho. Yeah. Mark Henry versus Ryback. Yeah, 31 had a good card, too. <clears throat> Uh, let's see here. Uh, Nemo, same question as last week. Better clarity, I hope. Uh, Owens is kind of a joke. AJ, rude. They all said they were going to do an open challenge for the US Championship. Corbin even said he was canceling it. But it hasn't really happened. Do you think WWE will follow you guys in actually booking an open challenge? Um, I'd like to think that once Bob Roode gets the title back, but something yeah. tells me Jinder might pick that up at Mania and Bob Roode will chase him for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to preclude an open challenge going down there. Once he gets it, maybe. I'd love to think that there's going to be an open title. Uh, I would love an open challenge title. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. An open challenge title, yeah. No, I agree. That would um, be great. I just think it's probably going to be wrapped up in actual stories for a little bit, so I'm not sure that's actually going to happen. Um, I'll, uh, the draft master Robert Chacon hey friendos what do you think is up with Shane that they wrote him off like they did is he going to come back to face Owens and Zane at Mania yeah probably yeah um, Richard Lee Breslin uh, I'll paraphrase him here he says I'm sad they uh, he essentially says he's not happy they replaced Booker T with uh, Jonathan Coachman he runs down Coachman quite a bit and Byron Saxon he says I wish they replaced uh, Byron with Renee Young who did great work during her early days in NXT I, I actually agree with that I actually replaced Coach with Renee Young though um, <clears throat> actually Byron Saxon actually didn't bother, bother me that no much. I think he's fine yeah I think he's okay uh, it's just Otunga I don't want him anywhere near <laughs> the desk uh, he says Power Rank your top five favorite WWE commentators past and present uh, present would be Corey Graves He's great. He's great. I'd say past. I mean, you can't go wrong with Jr. Mm-hmm. Jr. was great back. Gorilla in the day. Monsoon. Gorilla Monsoon was great. Jesse Ventura was great. Heenan. Heenan was great. Let's talk about some of the worst ones. Mark Madden. Mark Madden was the worst. This <laughs> <laughs> man was terrible. Yeah, he wasn't good either. He was terrible. Who was the the other guy on WCW's commentary team? It was Shivani. It was Mark Madden. Scott Hudson. Yeah, he wasn't that great either. No, he wasn't. He had kind of like I, I'm sure he's an intelligent guy, but he had kind of dullard face. <laughs> His eyes always seemed a little small. And like at least Mark Madden had some like personality, but he was like you know nobody you'd want to be near. Yeah. <laughs> or know about, but he had some personality as like a heel. But Scott Hudson always just seemed like he was kind of clueless. Larry Zabisco wasn't very good. 
he always seemed confused yeah, also. I know. But if you think about his backstory, it makes total it makes sense. sense. I mean, he just wandered into Bruno's backyard and somehow became his protege. And according to his own Hall of Fame speech, he wandered into a man's backyard who happened to be Bruno San Martino, and then he became a wrestler. So, like, I need to find, I don't know, I need to find some wrestler's back. Like, if I go to Adam Mayhem's backyard, will I become a wrestler? <laughs> oh, man. I'm sure I could just reach out to him and say, yeah, hey, I'm on training. DM him on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, True Bud Ryan, which team would you two be more scared to face, Bludgeon Brothers or Just Braun? Oh, uh, man. Well, I would say the Bludgeon Brothers. It's got to be the Bludgeon Brothers. Like, I, I would I would far more want to take on them than Braun. I'm going to say Braun. You're going to say you'd rather take on Braun than the Bludgeon Brothers? No. No, I'd rather... I'd be more scared of Braun. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, that's, that's the answer. Right, yeah, right, I yeah. would be more scared of Braun, too. Because gotcha, the Bludgeon gotcha. Brothers have goofy outfits. They have fake mallets. Yeah. Really? Like, I don't know. I feel like I, I would stand a decent chance against them. I wouldn't Bludgeon be that Brothers, scared. Bludgeon Brothers seem like they're a product of strong booking, whereas Braun just seems like he's strong. Yeah, exactly. I'd say the Bludgeon Brothers aren't strong. Right. But... I mean, they they slap themselves more than they slap their opponents. Yeah, Breeze Mellon. Hey, friend, knows it's somewhat <coughs> obvious that WWE are saving injured superstars returns for After Mania. One superstar, I believe, has flown way under the radar is Cass. His big Cass. How can WWE book him now that he who shall not be named won't be there to rekindle the feud? Ain't, ain't there anymore. I wouldn't be surprised. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't be surprised if he shows up in the Andre Battle Royal. Oh, really? That could be. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I wouldn't be surprised. That could be. On the other hand, I kind of feel like they might... I don't know. He's, he's a big man who, you know, has a good look to him. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they'd do that simply because it might be, they might want something like a bigger splash for his could return. Be. It could be. That wouldn't surprise me either. Yeah, I'm sure he'll probably, he, SmackDown could really use him. I think SmackDown could probably use oh, him. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Big cast. I'd like to see him back. And it's going to be, it's got to be face cast. Yeah. Oh, Tommy T has an interesting question. Mm-hmm. Hey, friendo. So Eric Bischoff thought Triple H and Steve Austin weren't mm-hmm. marketable, and Triple H thought the same thing about Edge and Daniel Bryan. I didn't know that about Triple H and Edge. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Had you heard that before? No, I hadn't. Um, so his question is, name at least three past performers, men or women, who had been viewed as not top guy or woman material, but clearly deserve to be a main eventer. Edge, so I'm looking at this. I'm, I'm, this is, I'm, I'm learning this now. Yeah. In 2013, there's an article here on Cage Side Seats. It says, Edge has finally responded to Triple H's claims that he wasn't the guy, and his response was the best yet. Uh, WWE.com, what do you think of Triple H's recent comment about you, Chris Jericho, and Rob Van Dam being great popular superstars but not being able to be the guy? Edge says, when you look back on WWE's history... How many guys are really the guy? Bruno, Hulk, Austin, Rock, and Cena. Then again, does Triple H like guys with long hair that are better looking and more athletic than him? Probably not. And I think the three of us all fall into that category. That's that's pretty funny. That is funny. Um, but it, I mean, it's 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 kind of true. I mean, there there is only in terms of like elite the guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That what Edge said is absolutely yeah, true. Yeah, it's not like, correct. But without guys like Jericho, Edge, and Rob Van Dam, there'd be no company mm-hmm. because those guys were around to fill in the gaps while those other guys moved on, essentially. Because, yeah, exactly. Because, you know, once you get to be the guy, mm-hmm. huge mainstream crossover star, mm-hmm. that's when Hollywood starts calling. Right, exactly. And that's huge money for a lot less work. Like, Cena needed a guy like Edge to be around to fill in that upper mid-card, yeah. that yeah, mid-event yeah. other area. Yeah. Well, just in between, you know, between mm-hmm. Austin and The Rock... 
you needed wrestlers like Edge, mm-hmm. Jericho around to kind of the, to RVD, keep things yeah. around. Yeah, to keep things around, keep things going well, so that stars like Cena could develop and become mm-hmm. yeah. that huge mainstream crossover star. Yeah. Um, so he, uh, Tommy T wants at least three past performers, men or women, who were not viewed as the guy material. Uh, past performers, men or women, who have been But clearly deserves to be a main eventer. I mean, Edge was a main eventer. His yeah. most of his singles career. <coughs> but I think being the guy is more than just being a main eventer. That's that's the person you build the company around. Yeah, for like, yeah, like a generation, basically, yeah. you know. Um, who who three people have been viewed as not top guy material, but clearly deserved. Do you think Booker T was ever viewed as in WCW? He was no, but in WWF WWE. I think Booker clearly deserved to be a main eventer. Yes, um, but I don't know if he was necessarily treated as such during his time in WWF. You know, they treated him really well. But, I know they did, but they—I mean, yeah, they didn't treat him. They didn't treat him. They, they didn't treat him as well as they probably should have. Mm-hmm. That being said, they treated him really well. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was guys that that it always boggled my mind that, like for example, Damian Sandow, and we we used him as the consummate oh, example yeah. of a guy who, man, I really think that dude had main event written all over him, mm-hmm. and it boggles my mind that they didn't like try to run with that. I it know. really does. The crowd reaction to him, everything oh, was there, and I have no idea why they didn't roll with that. It's weird. It's really weird to me. Oh, Alex C. mentions Eddie Guerrero could have been the guy. <clears throat> I wonder. I wonder what Eddie's. When when was when was Mania twenty twenty is when he him and Benoit both mm-hmm. like embraced at the end, and then when did Eddie pass after that? Eddie, let's see, that would have been two thousand and four. And then he passed in like 2006, I think. Was it 2006? And then looking it up. Oh, shout out to Matthew Williams Esquire. Matthew Williams Esquire. Sorry, it's birthday today. Oh, he's 36. Happy birthday, oh, Matthew happy, Williams Esquire. Happy birthday. So Eddie just died like 18 months after he <clears throat> after that gotcha. sort of historic gotcha. mania. It does make me wonder, like, how much more they could have. Because mm-hmm. he was, I, I feel Eddie was. He had a, he had the charisma. Yeah. He had the look. Yeah. He had like the crossover. Oh, he had it all, like, man. He was even great. Cultural demographics, you yeah. know. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I'd say Eddie. I'm not sure if if Benoit ever could have been the guy because he looked weird. <laughs> he looked like a brute. He didn't. He, he he didn't have really really good mic skills either. <laughs> no, he didn't. What about Jeff Hardy if he didn't have the substance abuse issues, mic problems? I've never seen yeah. him as a compelling promo That's guy. True. Kind of the same thing with RVD. Like, you talk, and it's like you're talking to a guy you know. Yeah. Which is relatable on one hand, but it was never like, oh, man, I need to see this RVD promo. It was just he could do miraculous things oh, in the ring. Sam Brunker's birthday today, too. Oh, my goodness. Everybody's birthday. Happy birthday, everybody, if it's your birthday. Birthdays for everybody. Happy birthday. Oh, ATH says, what about Daniel Bryan? Daniel Bryan's mentioned the question, so that's why we didn't talk about him. About oh, Daniel Bryan, for sure. Yeah. How about CM Punk? I know he had a, a super long reign, but yeah. there was points I felt like... Oh, it always felt like he was on thin ice. It well, always there were like points where I felt like he, that, his, his title reign was kind of the B story. It was. I don't think it was ever the A story after he actually won it and went on his long run. Yeah. 
they they totally treated him like a like a second class champion. Yeah. And yet they gave him that long title run. They gave him Paul Heyman. Yeah. They gave him wins, but it always felt like he was the B story. I totally get his issue with that. I'm telling you, man, one of the biggest missed opportunities not putting him in that Roxy yeah. match. Boy, that would have made that spectacular. Well, that's interesting. Joe Shea here in chat asked, uh, Undertaker ever been booked as the guy? And I guess he was when he beat Sid. <laughs> that's when there was a dearth of the guys. Yeah, I know. Oh, man. Again, the Undertaker, I mean, was he ever booked as the guy? I don't know. Yeah, like you said, like when... When there was not real, and like Brett was considered your top guy, yeah, a little bit. Matthew Williams says uh, Ministry of Darkness Undertaker. Yeah, he was both strong to take on Austin. Well, yeah, I mean, all those guys at the time, like Undertaker, Kane, Triple H, at the time, were all like foils for Austin. Yeah. I feel like during a weird period, so like when Jeff Hardy kept on trying to take on the Undertaker, maybe the Undertaker was kind of top ish mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. He was always like top ish guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if there if he was like he never showed up on Good Morning America. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of the big thing is if you're gonna if you show up on other shows. Yeah, you know like yeah. Rock uh, was on Saturday Night Live or yeah. whatever back in the day. Um, Alex C and J S Wooten both say uh, American Badass Undertaker was the guy. Was he though? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. people love that when he came out on the motorcycle and mm-hmm. was playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> people really love that stuff. I know. Uh, Danjamin. Um, power rank things Daniel Bryan is off doing instead of managing SmackDown. Wasn't he at somebody's birthday party or something during Fastlane? That's what I saw. Oh, really? I didn't see yeah. that. That's hilarious. That's good. Um, I'm just chilling on the couch talking to, you know, eating some out. delicious vegan food. Well, eating some vegan food. Uh, hanging out with you think kid, he's a good probably. Cook? Do you think he's a good cook? Yeah, he can probably cook. He can probably cook. Do you think he can make vegan food that you would enjoy? I'm not saying, you know, transition fully to that lifestyle of veganism. Just yeah. one meal. Yeah, I'm sure there's... Or a day's worth of meals. I'm, I'm, sure there's, I'm sure there's a breakfast, lunch, and dinner out there that's vegan that I'd be totally down Make with. Make you some pancakes out of garbanzo mm-hmm. bean flour. That just sounds not appealing. It sounds like it's like kind of pancake. I want actual pancake. <laughs> can't do that, man. Pancake is just a vessel for maple syrup. Remember when you were, remember when you were like eating hella uh, uh, wheat egos? Yeah, the high fiber egos. Yeah, yeah, and they're good. Yeah, they're delicious. They're they're good. But then, like you know, after a while, I was like, man, I know these are like more nutritional for me, but well, not that much. Though. They're still egos. Let me get some of these over here. Oh man, it's like I'm eating a little slice of heaven. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Regular egos. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure, dude, look, I'm sure I'd go there. Like, isn't that the, the Sunflower place? Isn't that like... That's, isn't yeah, that yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's good food there. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, I can't have that over like every week. And oh, no, like obviously. Freaking yeah. burger. Yeah. You, but then I go, but here's the thing. I'd rather go to Sunflower and get one of them burgers. What do they got? A nut burger or whatever? Nut burger, yeah. yeah. I'd rather get a nut burger once a week as opposed to if somebody said, hey, Steve-O, you, you can either have a nut burger once a week. You have to do this. Yeah. You do this. It's Friday. You either have to have a nut burger every Friday or you got to go get five guys every Friday. Oh, yeah. I'm getting a nut burger. Yeah, man. Five guys is too much. It is. It's, it's a lot. It's delicious. It's but good. afterwards, I'm like, I, it's, I just ate a heart attack. Yeah. I'm going to be like, Shane. Let's do a couple more questions. Okay. 
Um, oh, what a great question from Johnny Ireland. If Bob Roode does go heel, should he have a staple? And if so, who should join him? Interesting. Yeah, man, bring James Storm in. No. <laughs> no, no, good. No more beer money. beer money the entire time. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing that Bob Roode, man. Who should be in a stable? He should start his own new evolution. Yeah, because he's kind of Triple H. Yeah, he is. Heel Bob Roode in NXT was definitely. So we have a heel Bob Roode. Choose one guy from NXT. We need we need an NXT guy, a main roster guy, and uh, a woman um, from, from anywhere from NXT or any of the. I guess my my first instinct for NXT can better be uh, Andrade C and Almas. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, they they look sharp in their suits. Yeah. Okay, I like that a lot. Well, he would bring Zelina Vega mm-hmm. with him. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then uh, somebody on main roster. Who else looks really good in a suit? Who looks really good in a suit? Oh, man. What about Jinder? Yeah, I think that'd be good. Jinder looks amazing in a suit. Yeah. But would he be a second to Bob Root? They would have to be, you know, at each other's throats a little I bit. I know. Yeah, I like it. That I don't know. But No honor pick. amongst thieves. That's a good pick, though. Great pick. Uh, Kitchen Aid Cruiserweight Champ Ed. Hey, friendos. I'm so happy SmackDown Live ended the way it did. Sammy and Kevin randomly going after each other would have been crap. Setting aside the obvious fact, Shane screwed them. Question, how will the relationship with Daniel change? Chance at a Daniel Bryan heel turn, I think. Uh, how will what? What? Uh, how will the relationship, their relationship, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn's relationship with Daniel Bryan change now that they put that beat down on Shane? Well, he they sort of put Daniel Bryan in an awkward spot. Yeah. He was set to go with like a bit of a clean slate. Okay, now I can really push and give these guys opportunities. Well, they just tried to murder this guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I can really look the other way on that yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. That would be kind of cool if he comes back, though, and says, all right, guys, appreciate what you did last week. Maybe went a little overboard, but title shots for everybody. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. No. But what is he going to do? Dan- Demote I mean, him to the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Oh, there you go. There you, He's like, you guys can still have your match, but you're going to be having it with 28 other guys. In the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. No singles match for you at Mania. Sorry. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Oh, I like this question. Whoa! It's the big Joe Shea. I thought it was pretty cool seeing Jimmy Uso and Big E team up on SmackDown. If you could pair up individual members of other tag teams throughout history with oh, each wow. other, who would make... Best tag team. That's a let's, great question. Let's take like traditional tag teams. Yeah, yeah. Like they ram Hogan and Hogan and uh, Macho Man together. Yeah. Um. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta look up best. Uh, Hawk from Road Warriors with uh, Akum from Authors of Pain. Whoa, that's a good one. How Still about with Paul Ellering as manager? Oh, that's that's like prime answer right there. I'm going to say, what about this? Um, Matt Jackson with Shawn Michaels. Rockers era Shawn Michaels. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, How about uh, Arn Anderson and Dash Wilder? All right. (laughs) Uh, How about, let's see here. How about... Mm. Uh, hmm. Eh. Uh, uh, how about the? Uh, I don't know. 
<laughs> who's Strike Force again? Who was that? That was Rick Martell and Tito Santana. Yeah, how about Tito Santana and uh, Jim Neidhart? <laughs> Awful. <laughs> how about a uh, Road Dog? Uh huh. Right. And, uh, and uh, Matt Hardy. <laughs> How about Jeff Hardy and Edge, Matt Hardy and Christian? <laughs> How about uh, 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 Jay Briscoe uh-huh. and uh, Bruce Bulldog? <laughs> oh, God. goodness. How about uh, Marty Jannetty? And uh, Chavo Guerrero. <laughs> Look at that, like a list of tag teams here. Who would you put Stevie Ray with? Oh. <laughs> Stevie Ray and Rick Moss. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. So stupid. We're like, oh, what a great question. And then, like, you killed it on the first one. And it's like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> This guy here and this guy here, I guess. See how that works? Devon Dudley and, uh, I don't know, uh, Billy Gunn. <laughs> JBL. I don't know. Oh, man. Oh, wow. All uh, right, let's do trivia. That was that. fun. Yeah, let's do trivia. Start with that, too, Darren. <laughs> Get your shit together, man. Sorry. What former... <laughs> Christian, uh, the other guy, and Jeff Hardy. Uh, what former New Age outlaw won the 1989 King of the Ring tournament? Uh, oh. Well, I'm an ass man. Yeah. Uh, which one are you on? Modern? Attitude. 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 Okay. Big events. Uh, for, the fi- uh, for the first five years it aired, SmackDown was on what night of the week? Thursday. Yeah. Okay. I knew it was switching on Opposite Thursday, Thunder. Thursday and Friday. Hey, apparently they're putting uh, episodes that. of Thunder up we on We can watch uh, David Arquette win that WCW title whenever oh he wants. God. Oh, uh, what mass superstar team with Edge to win the WWE Tag Team Championship in November 2002? What? What? Masked superstar team with Edge to win the Tag Team Championship in November the 2002. Mysterio? Yes, it was. I was about to say Mr. America. Because Ed, didn't Edge and Hogan win the Tag Team? I think so. Okay, well, I didn't say that, so good for me. Championships at In Your House Breakdown. What two superstars pinned Stone Cold Steve Austin simultaneously, leading to the WWE title being vacated? I sort of came off like Michael Hayes. Um, Undertaker and Kane. Very good. Probably had this card before. What WWE superstar is also the lead singer of the band Fozzie? Oh, Chris Jericho. They have that on there? Yeah. That's crazy. Super easy. That's Attitude Era? Yeah. That was weird. I mean, he was around the Attitude Era, so yeah. Yeah. Superstar Bio. Kurt Angle doused the members of the alliance with a hose from what type of beverage truck in August? Milk. 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 What WWE superstar lost a match to Wade Barrett at Hell in a Cell 2010, meaning he was forced to join the Nexus? Well, uh, I'll do this as long as uh, I get to bury him. Come the first time. Yeah, big events. With what WWE superstar did Big E Langston... Team to challenge Team Hell No. Dolph Ziggler. Hey, he wasn't on the show last night, was he? No. He's like, I get the night off. Yeah. CM Punk defends his WWE Championship by beating what previously undefeated superstar at Hell in a Cell 2012? Right back. Yeah. 
It's a pretty easy question. In an amazing match, <laughs> by the way. Championships. Championships. Who did Undertaker defeat for the World Heavyweight Championship at WrestleMania 23? <clears throat> Edge. Uh, Batista. Ah! It's going to cost me. Mm-hmm. What competitor has been referred to as the Straight Edge Superstar? Uh, the st- oh, that's CM Punk. Yeah. I always get that, and then when you say rated R superstar, I'm like, wait, so rated which one? You have one? to ask me one more question, I think. Six. Oh, okay. I got all of them. Um, all right. I'll, I'll do the voice for you. All right. Okay. So it'll give you a hint because it'll make it one. easier. Yeah. Right. What superstar that debuted in 2012 was constantly asking WWE officials and crowds to feed me more? Oh, that's right back. You dumb son of a bitch. No, Stone Cold Steve Austin. You get one card. Hey, feed me more, man. I get Un card. Pick from over there. We don't ever pick from that side. I better get the pile on the PS4. I'm saving these for winners of chat trivia, man. Because right. they're shiny and new. Okay. Today for chat trivia, the winners will get the Shane McMahon card. <laughs> and wonderful. <laughs> Matt Hardy. Just pick one. Randall Orton. You get Randall Orton. Come on now. There. I don't know who that is. Who? Linda Miles. Oh, I remember her. Yeah, I can't remember. She was the dominatrix for the Bashams, I think. Was the Bashams? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Anyways, that's it for the show. Hilton, can we get some uh, music, please? Hilton's not even here. Thank you, Hilton. Anyways, that's it for the show. Thanks for watching. Until next time. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Your worst? Less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.